You are listening to The Building Code, a podcast by BuilderTrend where we talk all things technology and construction. Be sure to stick around to the end of the episode where you can find out how to be a part of The Building Code crew. Let's get it. Welcome, Blaze, to the podcast. First time, but I've known you for a long time, so I'm, I'm happy to have you here finally. Thank you. Everything good? Everything's great. That's it's a awesome. beautiful sunny day in Victoria, British Columbia. So, Well, lucky. I, I hate doing this on the podcast because these, these don't come out like at the time we're talking, but <laughs> I can't help but mention in Omaha, Nebraska, which we're in the middle of the country in the U.S., we have had three days straight of uh, a high being a single digit, and we're looking at about five more straight days of that. So like, it's a low time right now. <laughs> for for us so i'm glad that you weather wise are doing well uh blaze you're with mac renovations for anybody who doesn't know why don't we start there can you give the listeners just sort of the top to bottom look at your company and and, and how you're sure. all set up yeah mac mac renovations my dad started mac renovations in 1980 i've been fully involved in the company since about 2009 um before that just myself and just what all my friends had dug a ditch or two for mac reno so mm-hmm um, he's still involved. He was supposed to retire this year, but uh, he's got nowhere to go <laughs> except the golf course. So yeah. He's been hanging around and we're busy. So that's, that's great. Good. How many people do you have now? Um, there's, I think we're, we're just at 36. We do, uh, um, last three years, we've been around the nine to 10 million mark. Um, we faltered a little bit last year, but uh, uh, not by much. I think we finished eight and a half. Okay, cool. So uh, you- average job size is like 150 to 175. Okay. Mainly all, all renovations, right? You guys don't do new structures. No. I mean, this year we, we opened a, a custom home building division just because um, we've done, we've done one or two over the, over the last couple of years. And then, and then uh, we've lined up about three or four for the next couple of years. So if I remember right, last time I talked to you, uh, I think we were at a trade show, which those days are, are, are gone and hopefully back <laughs> yeah. again. But uh, did you guys buy an old cool building where you're at and then renovate it for your office? Yeah, it was, uh, we did, we did what we tell all our uh, clients not to do. Uh, <laughs> we bought it. We bought a, it. It'd been a restaurant for about 50, 60 years. It's in a, it's in a place called rural Saanich, which is just outside of uh, one of the um, major municipalities. I mean, Victoria, we're on the tip of Vancouver Island. So there's waterfront all the way around, but awesome. It's a nice in the middle. So cool. So you guys bought and, an old, old restaurant and just renovated it. Renovated it. Um, <laughs> We ended up tearing it to the ground and we just saved like three foundation walls. Oh, you showed me a picture of that. Like there was just like <laughs> one thing sticking up and you're like, yeah, that's, it's our renovation. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, um, I mean, if, if someone had told me that's what, how it would have unfolded, I probably would, we probably wouldn't have done it, but I'm, I'm glad we did. And, uh, I got a little bit more graze in my beard and a little less hair on my head because of it. So, all right. So you're on Instagram, Mac Renos. Have you ever posted a photo of that, the wall that was the, the one standing thing yet? On your own. No, but I should because we've been here for about three years now. So why don't you do that, and I'll have everybody follow you and have a look out for that. So once you listen to this, if you haven't already, it's a great follow on Instagram. It's it's just all lowercase, all one word. Mac Renos, uh, give Blaze and Mac Renovations a follow, and then he's going to post uh, that that photo for you of their of their. Yeah, we'll that. do the before and after. Yeah, because it's really cool. So that's awesome. Okay, so you guys have about you know thirty plus employees. Does that mean you're doing a lot of carpentry yourself? Um, or, or it's about, that's about half and half. So there's, there's, uh, we have interior designers and, and project managers and mm-hmm. office staff. And then there's about 18 in the field, uh, lead carpenters, apprentices and laborers. And then, and then we sub. 
Yeah. And and how long have you been running as the operator owner of Mac? I know your dad was going to retire last year, but there was a, was there a shift a few years ago or? Um, yeah. I, I mean, I came on in 2012, I finished a construction management degree. I came in full time as the operations manager okay. and uh, um, I stepped into the president role last year. Okay. Because I'm just thinking to myself, and, and, you know, look, this is a series where we're talking about 2020, and we want to go back and, you know, talk all the negative. But most of the company owners I've talked to that have had that size of employees, man, that's a heavy burden to carry when when something like COVID hits where it's just so unknown, right? Well, I know, and, and we had a lot of... Um um, early we were deemed an essential service, so we we're allowed to keep going, but you know, there's a lot of social pressure to kind of shut down and no one knew what was, go- what was going on and how serious uh, mm-hmm. I was not, that it's not serious. It's just, uh, mm-hmm. not affecting it quite. And then, and, and the other thing too, is, I mean, our guys are, I mean, we're Southern Vancouver Island rainforest. There's a lot of rot, there's rodents and, you know, so we're, we're used to being safe. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, safety is our number one priority. Um, so, so you were set up well in that respect. Yeah. I mean, we, we did, we did hygiene assessments for all the, for all the jobs and we set the guys up with hygiene kits and, and just, you know, made it work, figured it out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and that's, you know, that's, that's another theme we we're hearing in this regional podcast is like, we're an industry of, you know, just figure it out anyway. So, yeah. you know, it was the types of business owners that I know in this, in this industry where we just kind of put that hat back on and kept going. Now in Canada, you're, you're our first Canadian company that we're to talk about. Um, were the regulations and the decisions about essential and non-essential, are they coming um, like they were here state by state or Providence by Providence? Or was, was there more of a national guideline? Um, it was, it was set up by the province. Vancouver Island was, was, we were, we had like zero cases for, for, um, a long time. Oh, wow. Um, and even now our community spread is pretty, is quite low. Um, but, um, you know, I, as far as, I mean, it's the same as anyway, it's hard to, to, uh, have a national mm-hmm. <laughs> board, but the, the, and the province did a, a pretty good job, I think of, you know, putting the regulations in place. So. Yeah. And how did you keep up with that? I know, I know the NAHB here in United States, National Associate Home Builders and NARI did a really good job of lobbying our, our government, but also communicating to the individual business owners, like, here's what you need to do. Here's what you need to be looking out for. You know, we did our PPP loan, things like that. Do you guys have the same sort of organizations there in Canada that were helping sort of give you the play by play? Yeah, I'm, I sit on the board of directors for our, for our, the Canadian Home Builders Association in Vancouver Island, and then oh, nice. we also we're also a member of uh, uh, VICA, which is the Vancouver Island Construction Association. So they do deal with more of commercial and large projects. So, I'm as the board of directors, we were meeting once a week, um, and then I was leaning on my RA. Um, we were meeting once a week as well, and then and then uh, um, uh, my business coach and, and a small group of contractors. We were we were meeting weekly. Oh, nice. So, um, just trying to, at, at first it was just trying to temper that, that stream of information that was coming at you. And mm-hmm. I found too, as the guys were going home and listening to whatever, and they'd come back and kind of have to pull them back together in on, yeah. on Monday, you know, yeah. I mean, it was abruptly negative for us. Like it was, we went from, you know, March, we, we, we usually 119 leads. We went to like 19, mm-hmm. um, out of 30 projects in design, 22 of them went on hold, you know, six of them canceled. It was, <laughs> wow. we were pumping the brakes hard. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah. I guess we haven't got into that. It's like, 
when you are a president or you know an operation uh, the person who runs the entire company or an owner, you know we haven't really got into like you're also like you know CEO of morale. Like you had to kind of keep everybody calm, and you know you have so many different personalities inside of a construction business. You got the you got the, the field people, you got the office people. Yeah, and in this internet age, they're getting information God knows where, right? And so you, you're having to bring back. So did you um, kind of ramp up the the amount of meetings you were having, things like that, or? We had a, a, a weekly meeting where we would we would uh, um, talk to the entire field staff on Zoom. You know, it was it was mm-hmm. kind of hard, but in, instead of laying everybody off, we we heard that there's that they might have this. We didn't have PPE; it was uh, Canadian wage subsidy. Mm-hmm. Um, we heard that was coming, so we basically broke everybody into teams. Uh, design, production, sales and marketing, um, and then safety. And, and we, and we set up a priority sheet and we'd have a zoom call for half an hour, um, talk about priorities and send everybody off. Um, and we tackled through like, it was, it was stuff like the designers didn't want to go out into people's houses and measure them. So what do we do? So we bought, we bought a Matterport camera and we're doing 3d scans and that way only one person had to go in. Right got laser measures instead of instead of tape measures for, for those so and then e- even in the office we switched to you know we're we're a 40 year old company i mean we've been using builder trends since 2010 i think we were talking during the break that mm-hmm. uh, was october at the chicago remodeling show yep that's right uh you know so as long as we've been using bt we don't we don't use it to its full because we have systems that we've been working with for a long time so oh, yeah um you know we switched to all our ap to paperless you know um so just all the process that you have to put in in the back end is huge. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when you have that kind of, when you're able to make that kind of change, it's good to take advantage of it. Yeah, yeah. There, there's a quote, you know, never never waste a, a good crisis, right? And that, that that applies to this more than anything, especially in construction. As you know, I've been, I've been at Build-A-Trend since the beginning, 14 years plus. And it's like, I know as well as anybody the difficulty of, you know, explaining to construction companies, not only what we do in the offering, but then getting people to change habits, like workflows inside of a construction industry, those are really hard to do. And I think one of the positives that came out of this is that when forced, like there's no other choice, like we've got this (laughs) platform, so we better start using it. It was funny when you were telling me that you would have zoom calls with all of your field staff. I bet you have some stories about trying to get them. Yeah up to date on zoom and like mute buttons and all kinds of stuff i assume well try and get try and get 18 carpenters to sign into a zoom call on their phones right mute (laughs) yeah i can only imagine uh and and there's there's war stories all over the place for that so uh it sounds like you went through a typical um a a typical uh running of covid19 last year which is march 15th it hits and lead stop you know, design stops, um, people cancel contracts, we put things on pause. In the United States, from people I've talked to, that was typically about two months, right? Like probably all of March, all of April, then May it kind of opened up again, people felt a little confident. Was that similar to where you're at as well? Yeah, yeah, and and if if I go back and look at the leads, that's how they started to ramp up again too, right? Because people, I mean, it just, it just affected people so differently, Mm -hmm. right? Like uh, um, their income levels and and our clients, the majority of our clients aren't negatively affected. They've made their money. They're older. They have, you know, our property values in, in Victoria, British Columbia have skyrocketed over a million bucks for an average, average oh, single wow. family dwelling. 
You know, I think a realtor told me yesterday that property owners in Victoria are making 10 grand a month on their house. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, um, so it, it, we just kind of plugged along. So it, um, instead of laying everybody off and, and, you know, we, we, we hit the gym, we were, we were working on our processes and um, I, I have to say it, it it's, it's, uh, we have different problems now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, those aren't going to go away, but it sounds like you, you you spun a negative and a positive, at least business process wise, right? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. That's was, great. Um, you know, we were able to retain everybody. Um, a couple of people were, were, were let go that probably should have been a long time ago. But mm -hmm. um, yeah, now we're just trying to find people. That's the. Yeah. That's the other thing here, too, is, is that, you know, it sounds like it sounds like for you, you know, you had mentioned off off kind of off cuff about your business that you you went down a little bit last year in terms of total revenue but that was probably because of those two months and you know making some changes there do you see 2021 like everybody else being a big boom yeah we're, we're struggling to keep up yeah i mean what, what what happened that you know losing those two those two months and we had a bit of a soft start to the year just the amount of work that we pushed through the winter last year mm -hmm. um we probably you know, we had a little bit of a, a stumble with some big contracts in January and February before COVID hit. Mm -hmm. um, but we just didn't have the momentum to, to build it back up. And, you know, our machine is, it, it takes a lot to slow it down. It takes a lot to get it back up. So yeah, uh, usually in the summer, we're, we're uh, hiring framing crews and finishing crews. And, you know, we'll, that, that 18 person production team grows to about 30 or 40 with all the subs. We didn't do that this year. So we kept a lot of stuff in house. You know, uh, mm -hmm. uh, I was just looking at the ratios. We're usually like 9% is our internal labor of our costs. And mm -hmm. we were sitting more like 14. Okay. So subcontractor went 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 down and, and labor went up. Mm -hmm. So we didn't make as much money on those projects, but we kept everybody busy. Yeah. You know, and we were able to retain the uh, talent, which was you know, in the long haul. That's awesome. And that's such a, I mean, yeah, it's like you take a personal look and it's like, well, company might take a hit, but this is the right thing to do for my people. Um, mm -hmm. That's awesome. So when you say labor shortage, um, are you talking in your area finding subcontractors at the quality you want, or are you talking about truly hiring internal, you know, carbony skilled labor? Carpenter skilled labor, I find is that like we run an apprenticeship program. So we got six apprentices. Um, I can't hire a laborer without offering them an apprenticeship at this point. Mm -hmm. So yeah, nobody wants, nobody really wants to do it. Um, which is, which blows me away. We right. have all these un high unemployment numbers and then I'm like, come here, we'll teach you how to swing a hammer. Yeah. I guess no. I've always, I've always wondered that because literally everybody I talked to over the last year and a half of doing this podcast, if the, if the topic of labor comes up, it's like, yeah, can't find anybody. So do you, are you set up to train somebody? Like, give me, give me anybody who's got like a good work ethic, you know, halfway smart and, and we'll, we'll sort of, we'll get them to where they need to be. Is that how you're set up? Yeah. 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 We run, um, like I said, we, we, we run we have about six apprentices right now and, and uh, we spend a lot of, invest a lot of time and money into putting a program together for them. We, we pay for their school, uh, tool allowance. Wow. Like, uh, so it is really mind boggling. If you have a low unemployment, why somebody wouldn't want to do that? What do you think that is just like the hard work kind of thing or. I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, Your guess is good in mind, Paul. Jesus. I, I, 
I don't get it. That's crazy. I don't get that either. I mean, but again, that's maybe it's just a perception thing of like working in construction. But again, if you look at it, you're pay, you're paying good money too. Like you can make a lot of money. You're working with your hands, your indoors, your outdoors. Like there's a ton of like, why wouldn't a high school kid want to do this? Or you know, Benefit, graduate. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we got We have a there's there's a couple high schools in town that they they have a, they run a carpentry program, so you can you can spend your last um, year of your of your grade twelve or whatever um, in a in a carpentry program. You you go out and you know, they'll build a foundation or build garages or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, but it's uh, getting in front of those people and getting them in. I mean, I mean, I was ticketed at twenty two, mm-hmm. so. Um, Mind you, my dad is a uh, contractor. I didn't have a choice. So. Yeah. <laughs> what, what does ticketed mean? What does that mean? Oh, so we, we have a um, uh, we, we have a Red Seal program in Canada. So you, you get your journeyman ticket after oh. you do four years of school and, and 6,000 hours of training or whatever. Oh, got it. Okay. So I guess, you know, and you sit on the board. So the organization just needs to start marketing, you know, and also maybe business owners like you need to start thinking about marketing dollars. Like, Hey, we need to spend some money on recruiting. Like, you know? Oh yeah. I mean, we've been pumping, um, indeed. I don't think, I think we've, we've been writing checks to indeed for the last two years. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Instagram, Facebook, uh, yeah. we've even taken out ads in the local, uh, uh, radio. Mm-hmm trying to try and drum up some some recruits so. all right we've got a lot of listeners um you you're in a beautiful part of canada right where, where are you at mm-hmm. again uh victoria british columbia victoria british columbia if you are listening right now you're living in the united states or in canada hit up blaze on instagram you know fly out I guess you probably have to quarantine for a couple of weeks if you do that right now, but <laughs> you know, there's worse places to quarantine than where you're at and, and go work, go work for, well, I'm looking for an operations manager, project manager. I need a drafts person. Okay. I, I like it. Carpenters, laborers, uh, driver. Calling everybody go, go work for blaze. I, I know he's a great guy and, and a good company. So there, there's your plug right there. Uh, we'll follow sure. you on, on, uh, on Instagram. It's Mac Reno's. Um, so, so looking at, at this year, uh, I, I guess would it be safe to say as a summary of your last year, in, you know, as a business owner, navigating all that information flow, keeping your team motivated, keeping people hired, uh, surviving 2020 and 2021 is looking pretty good. It's looking pretty good. Yeah. Like I said, just it's just different problems. Yeah. <laughs> I think I, I, I was at a design meeting this morning with, with 46 projects in design, which is the more, Jeez. the most we've ever had at, at this point. So, holy uh, moly! Yeah, I got nobody to draw them. That's the problem. So. <laughs> and and are, are are your clientele understanding of just kind of all the factors that are going into maybe not being able to start their project as soon as they'd like or get designs back as soon as they can? Do they get kind of get it? Yeah, they get it. It's, I mean, the media is all over it too. It's it's no, there's no. Uh, shortage of, uh, uh, press on it. And, and if they want the best, they got to wait. So yeah, that's a good position <laughs> to be in. Well, I know, I mean, you guys do a great job up there. I've known you for gosh, it's 10 years now. So, um, really appreciate you hopping on, giving us kind of a rundown of, of how it was up North, uh, during this time. And I, I'm glad to hear you got a plethora of projects coming down the pike. Um, if, if you, if you want to go work in a beautiful area for a great guy and a great company, Hit up Blaze on Instagram uh, and tell your friends about it and give them a follow. 
at Mac Reynolds. At Mac Reynolds. Hey man, great to see you again. Uh, hopefully okay, one day you. we'll uh, we'll catch each other, have a beer on that trade trade show circuit again. That sounds good. All right, man. Appreciate you. Talk Cheers. to you later. Thanks. Thank you again for tuning in to this episode of The Building Code. Make sure you subscribe and like wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, head out to Facebook and join the Building Code crew. And finally, drop me a line at podcast at buildatrend.com. We want to hear from you, suggestions on guests or topics, anything. Thanks so much for joining and appreciate you.